weekly podcast covering all things video games, but with a special twist. Let's see what the guys are up to this week. Welcome, everybody, to another exciting episode of Two Guys in a Beard, your video game podcast where we talk about anything gaming-related and a specific theme for the month. Uh, I am your host, Richard. And I am your co-host, Cody. What's going on, man? Not a whole lot. It's been Halloween week at school, so that's been fun. Halloween. Yep, I dressed up as the Green Power Ranger in a Green Power Ranger morph suit on Tuesday. Nice, nice. Yeah. So that was very uh, constraining. Uh, it was great up until about like seventh hour, and I was like, I still have to wear this for like three more hours. I would totally just want to kick children. No, no, they were actually. They all thought it was pretty cool. They kept wanting me to dance with them and like do random goofy things. So I had I had fun with it. But um, do you have the helmet? I don't have the helmet. It's it's a morph suit, so it's a full body nylon suit. But the the design is the Green Ranger, and the the head is the mask. I would love to have the Green Ranger helmet. I think they did at GameStop at one point when I worked there. Yes, and they do sell the Master Morpher for Tommy now, which has it's gold and it has all five of the coins as options of his different Rangers. Nice. Yeah, people are like reselling it for like five hundred bucks. Goddamn. It's not even that much to buy it new. It's like I think it's like fifty-five bucks, maybe. Yeah, but I think it's isn't it like a limited run kind of. Maybe thing? I don't know. I, I was gonna look into buying one, honestly, just for nerdiness. Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, today was PJ Day, and I wore my Assassin's Creed onesie, so that was pretty great. It's pretty comfy all day. Um, PJ Day, gotta love PJ Day. Good <laughs> to, to be a little kid. It was a lot of fun. Um, tomorrow is country country or versus country club. What the what hell is that? <laughs> so you either dress like a country person, like okay. a cowboy, essentially. Like your or, dad? Uh, yeah, or like a fraternity brother dad, country club. So gotcha. Polos okay. and, and so, uh, uh, chubby shorts and Sperry's. So complete opposite end of the spectrum. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Who thought of that? Stuco, I believe. The student council. Oh. I guess who decided okay. that. I, I think that'll that. be... I don't know if I'll participate in that one or not because I don't really feel like wearing cowboy boots tomorrow. Honestly, I own a pair. Honestly, yeah. I don't feel like wearing them. But all right then. Well, how about your week though? Uh, my week's fine. Busy, busy. Uh, yeah. Wife's out of town for the rest of the weekend. Yeah. So she's going on a vacation. Not a vacation. She's going to a wedding. For her cousin. Oh, fine. Yeah. So I'm alone. I'm excited. Good. Um, I have to, obviously still have to do work. You know. Yeah. Have to go to yeah, work. I can't escape that. Um, but I get to. You know, do the classic classic thing of playing video games and not wearing your pants. pants. (laughs) (laughs) At least you're honest. (laughs) I'm not going to wear pants at all. Sorry. Uh, No, I mean, obviously I wear pants. I have to wear pants. Uh, But no, it's just, you know, hanging out in the house, playing some video games, trying to figure out what I'm going to do. I just picked up Star Ocean 2. Oh, the the remake. remake came out, so I'm excited for that because that was actually one of my favorite Star Ocean games. Uh, One of my favorite PlayStation 1 games. Um, the Star Ocean series, which I don't know, you do you know much about Star Ocean? Mm-mm. Okay, it is owned. Uh, was it owned? It's not owned, but it's like published by Square Enix. Yes, um, it actually was an Enix game. Oh, okay, so before yeah. they merged, correct. Um, Triace was the developer. Um, now it's you know Square Enix that does all that. They just uh, you know it's now physical. You can get it on Switch, Steam, PlayStation. Um, it really bothers me the fact that I have the Star Ocean first departure game. Mm-hmm as a digital download only on switch mm-hmm. it's the only way to release that and then you have, have a physical, physical copy of the second which pisses me off yeah so but you finally got cold to the lamb i did i did, I did get, get that. that i forgot i ordered that about a year and a half ago that game is weird 
it is. I need to like, like actually, actually sit down more time with it. It's yeah. fair. So, but it's a fun game. I mean, it's you know you're a lamb that commits murder. I think right or no? You uh, people to commit the murder. Yes, you create a cult to help worship your deity, and I don't remember who it is. Probably the, it might be the devil. I don't remember. Um, I was told about it by some students and I was like, I'm going to check it out. So I watched some gameplay and it's like disgustingly vibrant mm-hmm. for such a dark game. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're the cult leader. Example is, is you know, you're a lamb. Uh, Scientology is the example I'm going to use for that. You're just, you get people to do your bidding for you. Fair enough. Uh, so that's fun. Uh, I'm going to do that. I'm getting a really, I'm getting a really bad itch to play Final Fantasy. Like more and more. Um, yeah, I started like, too. Shh, don't talk too much about that. Yeah. I got the itch there. I also got the itch to play the Kingdom Hearts series, which we can't. But I have an idea for something else on something. Okay. It's something, okay. Yeah. But Kingdom Hearts is a great one. I've never played the series. Well, no. Oh, wait, I take it back. I have. I beat the first one a year or so ago back, but I need to revisit it to play the all of them because the story is like it's like eight or nine games spread across. Let's see. PS2. Uh, Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance. DS. DS. PSP. 3DS. Mm-hmm. PS4. Uh-huh. And PS4. Because the PS5 version. It's not a PS5 version. Yeah. 3 was PS4. Or was 3 PS5? PS4. It was PS4? Yeah. Because it came out before and PS5. Was yeah. PS3 one? No. Yeah, there was. Two, the 2.8 HD. Well, that's that's a, those are remasters. Though. Oh, gotcha. Well, like, now, I'm talking OG releases. Oh, yeah, those yeah, are so all that. But now, PS2, Game Boy Advance, mm-hmm. uh, DS, PSP. Oh, there was a mobile. There's mobile games. So uh-huh. mobile, um, which does count story stuff. Actually, it does with this game series. Um, 3DS, PS4. So I was close. Seven. Yeah, uh, but you can also buy it in the all-in-one package. Or the story so far edition. Yes. So, which I have that on my Switch. It's a cloud oh, version. Yeah, I was going to say it's all cloud based. Yeah, which kind of is okay. I also have it on my PC. So, again, I'm a guy of multiple versions if I get the itch well, to play it. Kingdom Hearts is a brilliantly made game, honestly. I don't know if it, the story makes a whole lot of sense, but the gameplay is a lot of fun. And we'll talk about that at some point because I know we're going to get into that one. But uh, yeah, it's an interesting story. So, I've got that. Uh, and then you know we're into our new month. Yeah. Speaking of genre, speaking of games, it's new month, which means a new genre. Uh, what's our genre this month? First-person shooters. Oh yeah, shooters in general. I don't FPS. even know that. I was gonna say, are any? Now one of them is. Did we say shooter? We, we just shooter. said shooter in general. Yeah, it's, it's the genre of shooters, which can encompass anything. Yeah, first-person shooters, I would say, is a subgenre. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, we have decided that that is the new genre. We've got some games we're nominated. We've already tweeted those out, so we're going to go ahead and announce them right now. Uh, what did you pick? Okay, so I had a user submission from uh, my friend Kyle Mauser. Shout out to Kyle. Um, he suggested Borderlands 2, which I feel is the epitome, like the epitome of that series. It's the apex. It's the best mm-hmm. game. And so I decided to agree with him. That's going to be one of our nominations. So thanks, Kyle, for that. And my other nomination um, is Doom Eternal. Okay. So... Borderlands 2. What's, What's the, the gimmick, gimmick behind Borderlands, Borderlands 2? It's a loot shooter. You literally you you get more and more guns, you murder more and more uh, bad guys, monsters, 
it's kind of a weird combination of things and you the whole end game is to open this big vault at the end and there is more of a complex story because handsome jack is introduced but it's a loot shooter it's literally kill things collect loot get bigger better guns that do more and more damage and then when you play back through it you can get even bigger and better and better guns and it's mm-hmm. it's fun and the guns have weird combinations oh yeah they don't make any sense no nope. uh i think when i played at one point i had a gun that fired missiles that really just basically made like a weird sound uh-huh. and they just kind of fell out of the gun uh-huh. and it kind of bounced a little bit and then it hit them which is fine and then i also had another one that shot acid bullets and then caught things on fire so if you ever get a chance and it was free on steam i have it on my steam account but it's tiny tina's it's a one-shot thing they did it was the last dlc for two and it was tiny tina doing uh their version of um dungeons and dragons it's actually what inspired tiny tina's wonderland yeah okay and um you get a gun in that game that shoots swords it oh. shoots one sword that then splits into three swords, and, and it does a ton of damage, and it's awesome. <laughs> there's also no explanation, because when you look at the gun, there's no way a sword flies out like it does, because it shoots it, and it mm-hmm. spirals. And then it, it's it's awesome. Oh, man. I had one that's Desperate shot. sword explosion. Oh, my God. I had one that shot saw blades. Yep. Uh, there was another one that just did a laser beam. Some other stuff. That just, uh, there was also a crag launcher. I think is what it was. It shot out little little yeah little crags yeah. yeah. Shot those out. That was kind of weird. Uh, so yeah, it's like a billion. I think the description on the box when it was three sixty was like a billion gun combination. Something like that. It's a blast. Yeah. It really is. Borderlands is just it's if like you fun. haven't played it, I recommend it. It does have a mascot. Who's the mascot of this series? Claptrap. That's right. Claptrap is insane. And guess who's playing him in the movie? Uh, Kevin Hart. Oh wait, who is that? Jack Black. Uh, Jack Black is Claptrap. Kevin Hart is in the movie. He's Roland. Okay. From the first game. But Roland's tall, which, I mean, okay, that's fine. It is whatever. I still think Kevin Hart could have done a great job as Claptrap, though. Oh, he totally could have. Yeah, I think that would have been more funny. I like I Jack Black. I think Jack Black should have. And you know what? This might be controversial. Jack Black could have played Salvatore in two, though. But the thing is, a Salvatore is Hispanic, and you don't want to, you know, culturally appropriate. So what if you could do Roland as The Rock? Because that's be kind hilarious. of... Kind of well, there. Roland's kind of skinny, so The Rock could be. Um, I can't think of. No, no, Roland's not skinny. Roland's kind of a big, broad-shouldered, you know, guy. I mean, yeah, he's a black. Who's guy, the guy but... that has the bird? Isn't it Roland? No, that's Mordecai. That's who I'm thinking yeah. of. The whole time is who I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, Mordecai. Roland is the soldier. Yeah, Roland's the soldier. Okay. I know he's the black guy, but I mean, he The Rock could play him, uh, or he could play Brock. Technically, The Rock is half black. I mean, his dad yeah, was black, and yeah, his mom so he's Hawaiian. So having him, then having. Kevin Hart play Claptrap. And then I think you could throw one other person in there, and I think that would even be better. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell would be phenomenal as... I almost want to say Krieg. Yeah. I think he would be a great Krieg. Yeah. And would it make any sense? No, but it would be hilarious. Exactly. So there's that. So what about... So you picked another game. So that was Doom Eternal. Why yes. Doom Eternal? Uh, because I think Doom Eternal took what Doom 2016 did and just refined it and made it kind of the ultimate Doom experience. Mm-hmm. That being said, I do have a major problem with that game, and that is the soundtrack. It's not that it's bad. That soundtrack is amazing. It's that they screwed over Mick Gordon so heavily because what they did... So he did the score for 2016, which is amazing. It was an amazing soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Rip and Tear is like on a ton of my playlists because it's just the best thing ever. But... 
they remixed basically his score and he basically got no money yeah because there's something like in the weird word weird language of the contract that he signed and then basically with him doing that and then them remixing it it turns out it's not his original work because they remixed it it's, it's yeah. like a weird loophole shit which is stupid it, it made me very mad at them for that and i mean I do believe he did say, you know, you should play the game anyways. I yeah. could be wrong, but he should be compensated because yeah. it's an amazing score. Yeah. And it puts you in the game. Like, the moment that soundtrack kicks in, you're immediately like, I gotta go kill demons. Yeah. And then you do, and it's brutal and violent, and it's definitely not kid-friendly. No, and in, I have a comment to make on that and an analogy, but you have children that listen to this thing, but it's like, Sorry. It's like playing the game with a huge erection with the metal music, playing the background, murdering everything. It really is. I mean, the whole point of the game is how quickly can you murder things yeah. and get through the level. That's like, exactly right. But it's, it's got a story behind it. I mean, it does, but let's be real. You're playing Doom. Mm-hmm. Do you care about the story as much about as murdering every demon in the most violent way possible? Nope, not no. at all. Didn't think so. Nope. So those are good games. I, I really think those games are phenomenal. Um, I play a little bit of Doom Eternal. I've played Borderlands 2. It's a great story. The guns are hilarious. Claptrap's a great... Uh, he's a great mascot. The story's... Is decent enough to keep you going. So it really is. Handsome yeah. Jack is a great villain. Yeah, he's. Um, and it, you could play the prequels and find out why he is the way he is. I don't know and, what it is, but uh, I don't remember either. But Salvatore is, I think, statistically the most broken character in any of the Borderlands games, and it is because his ultimate lets him dual wield weapons mm-hmm. and get infinite reloads. And if you do all of his builds correctly, I forget what. Like he can recharge his health completely. And it'll stay like just recharging, and mm-hmm. he can fire rock. Like all of his guns will shoot rockets instead. Or it's it's so broken. Yeah, yeah. but it's still fun. I mean, those are weird combos, but it's fun. So I, I like just it. thought it was funny because he's kind of a short, squat, stocky guy. So I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna play him. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I picked. Um, I was gonna say, yeah, your games. My games. The first one I picked was um, Bioshock Infinite, which is just a beautifully made mm-hmm. game. Honestly, the voice acting is phenomenal. Uh, the story caps out the Bioshock trilogy very nicely. It almost, yeah, yeah, it does. It does. without going into spoilers and whatnot on it. Yeah, so, uh, so you've got that one. You've got the voice acting is phenomenal. Like I said, it's Troy Baker, who is a great voice actor in a lot of series. He plays Snow in Final Fantasy Thirteen. He does. Uh, he is. Uh, I'm pretty sure Joel, he's Joel from uh, Last of Us. Is it Joel? His name is. Yes. Okay. So he's is that, in that Troy or was that Nolan North? No, Nolan North was in uh, Uncharted. Nolan North is also in Last of Us, though. I think he's the brother, though. I don't think he's Joel. I think he's Tommy. I want to say Joel is. You may need to check on that fact. Check yes, I'm going to check that real uh, but he, quick. His, his list is huge of who he plays on. Um, I think that's going to be a great game to get into because um, you've got the birds that are the big daddy versions of this time. Um, you get to see, was it? George Washington robots. I think that's what they are. Like Terminators. I think they're George Washington. It looks like George Washington. Yeah, they are. They're meant to be a caricature of George Washington. Okay. The Patriots. Yeah, so you've got those. So that's going to be a fun game. Um, Those don't have the weapon combinations as Borderlands, but they are still a story-driven shooter. They are a third-person shooter. The next game I decided to pick was something that was on the fly that you made a comment on. And I, the only reason why I think it's a good one. This game, I love this game. It is Bulletstorm, which is made by Epic, I believe. Yep, but you know who also I think was involved with it? Uh, isn't it Gearbox? Yep, 
But that's what I thought. Know, it's, uh, it's a guy that made uh, not Gearbox. It was a guy that made uh, uh, Gears of War. That's uh, Cliff. T- uh, yeah, Cliff Plazinski, uh, who's a great. I think he's a great guy. And fortunately, he doesn't do games anymore. And I do know that he just came out and said if they wanted to reboot Gears of War, Microsoft. He asked Microsoft, "Why don't you hit me up for consulting?" Troy Baker is Joel. That's what I thought. Okay. You're right. And then I'm looking for. Jeffrey Pierce, that's who's Tommy. Okay. Nolan North is in. He's in the show. Yes. But I also think he's in the game too. Is David the the counter the people she encounters at the resort in the snow oh, and Joel yeah. Joel gets injured? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think you're spoiler right. alert. But if you haven't played that game by now, you should. You should. You should. Uh, so we got we've got the Bulletstorm game, which is a very raunchy dismemberment, and but you get like a weird whippy thing. Oh, the whip thing is fun though. Yeah, you get to like. I think you also get points. Style points for killing enemies in certain ways. Yes. So that's the gimmick behind that one. But also, also, Bulletstorm has a really fun DLC, and it's Duke Nukem. Okay. <laughs> and Duke Nukem, if you haven't played that game, is definitely not appropriate for children. So is it, that is a seminal 90s game. Is it the full game? I don't rem- I'd have to look it up, but you can play as Duke Nukem okay. in the game. Uh, those are fun. Uh, those are definitely not appropriate for children, uh, which is fine. And in case anybody notices, we are very adamant on rating systems for people playing games appropriately of the right age. It is Duke Nukem's Bulletstorm Tour is what the gotcha. DLC is. And it lets you play the entire game. As Duke Nukem? As Duke Nukem. Nice. So these games themselves are easily accessible if you want to play along with us. They're pretty much... Every, all on, they're all on Switch, actually. Yes. Doom Eternal. Bull, yeah, yeah, they all are. And I, I think, think I have some of them. I think I even have most of them except for... Uh, no. Holy shit. I do have them on... I have Borderlands 2. I have Bulletstorm. I've got Doom Eternal. What's the last one? Bulletstorm, Doom Eternal. Bioshock. Bioshock. I've got all that. Yeah, they're all accessible on Steam and um, PlayStation and Switch. So you get some portability. Exactly. Yeah. And we did not plan that, honestly. We didn't plan yeah. it to be Switch exclusive, but that's okay. Uh, which is fine by me. So now the theme is shooters. What is a shooter? Uh, a shooter is, yes, by the way, the DLC for this lets you play the entire game is Duke Nukem. Nice. <laughs> uh, a shooter is a game that, uh, as the name implies, involves guns in some capacity. Um, and they are a main gameplay feature. Whether that be a first-person shooter where it is literally it's a first-person view. So you in the game, you see usually your hands and then the weapons. Like mm-hmm. you are the character. Third-person shooters, which can be broken into straight from behind or over the shoulder. Like Gears of War does the over-the-shoulder view. Yep, That's still third-person. Um, you even have uh, rails shooters, which are... Which is what Resident Evil uh, 4 was supposed to be, but then ended up not being. Which is good. Well, you got the, was it, uh, oh, shit, what is it, uh, House of the Dead. Yeah, that's House of the Dead shooter. is a rail shooter, yeah. Or if you ever played Time Crisis at yeah, the that's arcade, a that's a rail shooter. Which those are ones where there's specific points, and the whole point of it is when you go to the, each section, you have to shoot everything in the area that is a bad guy or a bad thing, and then you can move on to the next area. Like It takes the control of the character moving out of your hands but allows you to do the other fun part correct well that you said first person third person shooter what's a second person shooter i don't think i've ever heard that term used 
Uh, so second. Is that the top view? No, there's top. That's top down. Okay. Um, there's not. Second person, like when you think in like books, like first person is from your own point of view. Third person is from the view of another character. Second person is if you're talking to somebody. So it uses the word you instead of like I or they or them or he or him. You know what? It's literally you. Like you're. It's it's a conversationalist thing. So I don't know that you could do a second person. I just never heard of it. I've always heard first person and third person. I've never heard second person. So I was like, is that real? Is that a real thing? I don't know that it is, but... That's I mean, which yeah, is, I forgot about top-down shooters. There's some good ones there. Uh, or, uh, Hot, Miami Hotline or whatever is one of them. Yeah, the top Hotline down. Miami Nights. Yeah, yeah, that's one. The original Grand Theft Auto. Uh, XCOM, that's a strategy shooter in some capacity. Yeah, so, Halo War. Is Halo Wars top-down? Uh, it's an RTS. It's still technically a shooter, yeah. though. You got guns. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's not in the sense of you're not controlling the characters. You're controlling the units. Of yeah, you're not controlling the weapons. So yeah. I guess it's not really. Yeah, that makes more sense. All right, so let's go. What about? Well, I'm going to ask you some questions on shooters and whatnot. I want you to answer these for me. What's your first first person shooter? My first one of those ever. Yep. Um, I want to say Halo, but it's not Halo. It's the first, It's Duke Nukem 3D. Okay. What I is, was way too young to play that game. <laughs> yeah, played yeah. in buddy's house. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, so, so what, what about... What is your... your so, so that was your first. What's your favorite? Oh, man. First person shooter, my favorite one? Probably Halo Reach. Halo Reach was so, so beautiful. Yeah. So fun. Okay. I think I have to give it to Halo Reach. Okay. What's your least favorite? Oh, least favorite first person shoot. I'm hitting you with all these hard hitting questions like a journalist. I know. I don't know if I've ever really given it a whole lot of thought. There's there has to be a game you play that's like you're playing a shooter like Was Perfect Dark Zero a first person? I think so, yeah. Probably that one. Okay. That one was I, so your Derek bought yeah. that. He was so excited because he's. I guess he had played the original on Nintendo sixty four. Maybe I don't remember. I don't know, but I remember he <laughs> he played through. He's like, "This is awful." Yeah, <laughs> and I played through. And I was like, "This is really bad." I didn't play through it on his run. I I bought it for myself because it immediately went down to like five bucks in price. Like it was oh, yeah. that bad. Damn, that's usually a good indicator. Uh, I just I don't remember. There's a lot of games out there that are in the shooter genre. What do you got? Your thoughts. Duke Nukem wasn't my first. Okay. GoldenEye 007 was. Okay, that's a lot of people's first time playing that game. It was. I played Duke Nukem after after GoldenEye. So a lot of a lot of people played uh, back in the 90s. It was Doom. Whenever that came out on those floppy disks, and they it software. It software is kind of one of the people, the pioneers behind uh, first-person shooters with Doom and all that stuff. Then you get into GoldenEye that, you know, really hammered in the multiplayer yeah, aspect. Although Doom had it, too. I know Doom had land party stuff, mm-hmm. but GoldenEye was the real winner of that. That was the first, I would say, first console, like, multiplayer, like, team Correct. deathmatch kind of thing. Yep, so we had those, and a lot of people, I, I want to say that it was the father of competitive co-op, like, team deathmatch stuff. I, it might have been. I mean, I am visibly like invisibly remember playing yeah. multiple nights of that game. Now, I, I never owned a 64, but I had friends and I had a cousin who did. So like we don't go and hang out. We played golden yeah. religiously and I hated our job. <laughs> so, I mean, everybody's got that game. It's, it's played. That was, was uh, golden eye. And, you know, we had that and, you know, obviously we had quake and a few other oh, games. I forgot about quake. You know, Unreal tournament. Like all those games started to really evolve 
with the uh, shooter genre. And you were starting to see the evolution of those. And then you saw Call of Duty. Mm. And Call of Duty came out. You also had um, Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor. Uh, the 007 games were still you know, kicking around out there through PlayStation. Nintendo, they really didn't see Nintendo shooters. Um, and like Doom was on Nintendo. Yes. On Nintendo, 60, or Nintendo Super Nintendo. 64 had Doom 64. Correct. But then you... They had perfect dark. Yeah, they had perfect dark. Then you started seeing like transition past that to the PlayStation. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So you had the shooters where there were story-driven shooters. Okay. When do you remember multiplayer really heavily with Team Death, Deathmatch, Capture the Flag, King of the Hill... You know uh, where I'm going. Halo. You're going to OG Halo. Yeah, exactly. Which was what, 2001? Yep. With the original, the original Xbox. Xbox. The original Xbox, which if you ever seen the prototype for that thing, it was an X. It was literally an X-shaped box. That's fine. Oh, my God. I mean, they kind of kept the, the, yeah. the stuff. But, like, I loved the original Halo, mm-hmm. and I remember playing that first mission. I can't tell you how many times I've played the first mission. And the Pillar of Autumn. And I'll just never forget that first mission. I'll probably hmm. never forget. No, I, I mean, a lot of people will never forget playing that game. But it's, you know, it's funny. I didn't play Halo for the story at first. I remember going to a buddy's house at, right around high school like time when I was probably junior or senior. And it was 2004 and five. in case you guys want to know, when I was senior high school. So 20 years. Uh, anyways. Oh, man. Um, yeah, that hurts a little bit. <laughs> My wife had her 20th in, uh, high school reunion a couple weekends ago, so Oof. married an old lady. A pretty old lady, but she's old. Um, so I say? <laughs> uh, I remember playing that and playing the multiplayer, like co-op, and just sitting together like on a screen with the four mm-hmm. squares and playing those and like having a blast of like oh, snipers and you know team deathmatch and talking shit on people and just like oh halo is so toxic yeah just like with your buddies like i'm going to fucking kill you and it would (laughs) stop spawn camping or stop camping away and the noob combo oh my god i don't know if it existed in og halo but it definitely existed in halo 2 did and i used the shit out of it sometimes they called it that i was like it works. It why are you calling it? Why does it make me a noob? If yeah. it works really well, I'm yeah. going to keep using it. For those of you who don't know, the noob combo was a fully charged shot from a plasma pistol followed by two hits from a battle rifle, and it would or tank just about anybody. Or a pistol shot from the OG. I, I don't think it's – if you can get it in the Halo 2 one, I think it's also that charged shot with a pistol shot. Yes. Headshot. I always – I prefer the battle rifle. Yeah, it's boom, boom, done. Yep. Uh, you got to be quick on that. So you had those. Well, that's because if you didn't fire the plasma pistol in time, it overheat. Correct. And then you had Call of Duty, which were the story-driven ones. And they didn't really start doing Call of Duty multiplayer until, until 4. Until Warfare. And then now we have, or that's when it kicked off MLG. You had the Major League Gaming, where people, that's all they did was those things. Well, you had tournaments. Dota, but that wasn't a shooter. Yeah, you had tournaments going on, uh, land parties. Uh, what experiences <laughs> did you have in land party stuff? Land parties. So I, in case kids don't know, that's without the Wi-Fi. Yeah, LAN is you're connected all with cables. Yep. Um, so I can remember playing Halo Two and at my friend Rachel's house, and her, they had Halo Two on an OG Xbox, and they had just gotten the multiplayer map pack, which 
was is still the funniest thing to think about because all DLC is digital for the most part now. Like, it yeah. has been for years. But when Halo 2 released the multiplayer map pack, it was a disc that sole purpose was it was extra maps for the game. And you had to download it onto the Xbox and then you could play it on uh, Halo 2. And it was. It was great. I mean, but, like, so I remember doing that and it would be me and her and her little sister, Emily, and, like, Emily was a little younger than us, so she got killed really quickly. But it was just brutal, <laughs> and we weren't playing online yet at the time. So, like, well, that, well, that didn't really, really kick, kick off right off the bat, bat though. Not, Not really, no. But I can remember that. And then <laughs> high school is when I really kicked off with Halo Three and Halo Reach. Well, Halo Reach was college, but Halo Three was high school, and I can oh visibly remember like online parties, toxicness. Then the LAN parties, we'd all a bunch of us get together and hook up like two xboxes at 360s and just get going and just oof it was rough and it was toxic oh yeah i remember this is some stories i don't know you children don't understand this but like when i 2008 2007 or 8 when i could move back from college for a year because i didn't do so well in college because i went and partied don't party uh <laughs> i came back bought my 360 had a bunch of my friends still were still live in town my one of our friends converted a barn outside of his house in an okay. old rusty barn. He we did some work on it. They converted it upstairs, like that's where we all hung out. Couches, put a land box. Everybody hooked up their systems and their TVs and whatnot. We would literally do that from Friday night. I get off work because when I started my career in the banking world, I got off at five. Mm-hmm. Nah, and then just all of a sudden you wake up, it's Saturday or Sunday afternoon, and there's just Mountain Dew boxes, McDonald's wrappers, Taco Bell, and it's just haze of just straight-up murder and smell of B.O. Because <laughs> nobody showered. Nobody showered, and the girlfriends were just laughing at us because they were all hanging out. They would go do their own thing and come back and check on us, and we just we Still playing? Up. Yeah, your eyes hurt? No. No. Uh, you blinked? Not in five hours. It is, like you said, the toxic and the, the aggression behind it was wild. Like, I remember, like, almost getting into fights with several people. Like, in our friend group, it's just, like, spawn camping or, like, we had one guy that broke his leg. I think right around before that, he broke his ankle in a four-wheeling accident. So he had to lay in bed for a month. He didn't do anything. He played Halo 2. He learned how to do so much shit in Halo that he was impossible to beat. I came close several times, and we all did that, and it was, it was an amazing time. And then the evolution of online. Man. That's when stuff steered away. And you want to talk about toxic. Holy balls, that got toxic in there. My uncle, I, I remember him telling us this story. <laughs> he was in a lobby for Halo 3, I want to say it was. This was one of the last times he played. And it was this little kid, and there's these bunch of other guys, and my uncle, and they were all in It was just kind of random guys playing together. And this guy's talking, you know, just mad shit just saying just the filthiest things and this is like, again like a 10 or 12 year old kid that they're saying these things to this kid didn't say anything for like three rounds and then finally guy starts mouthing again guy starts mouthing again and the kid's like what's that I, I can't hear you what 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 are you talking about I can't hear you you sound muffled and the guy's like yeah, yeah, yeah. he's Dude, you sound muffled. Why don't you get that dick out of your mouth? I can hear you. It's just like, this is the one time I'll say anything bad. Um, but like, and I just remember my uncle and saying like, everybody just immediately was like, ah! 
<laughs> and like the dude didn't talk again. Yeah, I like it. That's I was just like, twelve-year-old kid says nothing for like three rounds of Halo, nothing. And Halo Three was so toxic, and then yeah. that's his comeback, and it's just like, ooh. It got really wild to hear. Like, okay, for example, in for one, those lobbies were very, very raunchy, very racist. Very volatile. Oh, sexist yeah. and everything. Like if a girl showed up in those chats, of the it was dude, bad. Oh dear God, it was the worst. Like you're playing and you hear these people, and it's just like, dude, come on. Like I never. It was always when party stuff. The system for Xbox came out, were you able to get in your own private parties? Yes, yeah. That's what we stayed in because we most of the time we didn't want to do that. However, there were moments where we got out of that whole system. Me, my buddy Jake, uh, my roommate at the time, Zach, and a guy named Patrick. We all would eventually jump out of that and start talking shit on people that were talking shit to other people, like picking yeah. on them. Or we'd have fun and just like I was able to do the voice of Tally for a while. You said that ability. Uh, don't forget to bring a towel. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't do it now. And then my other, my roommate was able to do the voice of Meatwad. Yes. So the whole like for an entire like hour or so, that's all we did to people. And we were fucking with him. It was awesome. Because we were playing anything. And he would be, basically, he would do the do what now from Meanwhile. He's like, do what now? He's like, go over there. Do do what now? And just just do stupid stuff. And like, I would, I would do guy. Bring a Don't forget to bring a towel. Yeah, I would do that. And it was a great time. Um, and then we had some great, and then some other guy joined in. He started to sound like, there's some random guy we didn't know. He did a voice of Mickey Mouse. Yeah, so... Sometimes you can play those games and meet decent people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are fine. But then it's like a rare. It's like 10% of the time you find decent people. And then the other 90%, it's like, are you a person? Like, you should not be playing these games. There are some people, yeah. I can remember playing, uh, oh, what was that game? What you think? GTA Five. That's man. worse too. Oh man, because people can invite you into their lobbies, yeah. whether or not you want to be. Like I'll be playing, and I can remember, like you know, this is the advent of PlayStation having, and I think Xbox has them now. But they had the mics or the the speakers and the controllers. You hear people talking, and it'd be just the foulest things, and then but it'd be like a an eight year old playing, and you'd be like. Shut up! I'm playing Xbox. But then it'd be this dude in the background just saying evil stuff, and it's like, mm-hmm. dude, turn your mic off. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> or it'd be like people blaring music that's just like really bad rap music just through the speakers, and it's like, dude, this game has great music. What do you a b? Nobody wants to listen to that. Stop. Yeah. That's funny. But I, I mean, that, and then like Destiny. Destiny got toxic for a while because people were trash talking in the lobbies and that for a while. But then, like, my buddy and I would just not say anything, and then we'd merc the entire team in one match, and then be like, and we'd just message back, "Noobs." That's yeah. all we'd say. Or like, Destiny was kind of like that a little bit, but it, it kind of tapered <laughs> off once everybody started like. Well, I mean, I know it's still toxic Call of Duty stuff, but like, once the whole party system really took off, people were like, "Screw this shit! I'm just gonna get into my own party." Or something. and honestly, like the whole clan thing too, and clans were. A a blast but i remember when clans first took off in like modern warfare the original and like my buddy was in one and they made you change your gamer tag to fit to their clan in addition to having their clan tag yeah and as far as i and i'm sure there's clans nowadays that do it but like i remember in those early days you did some of them made you pay dues and it's like this is an online video game i'm already paying to play this online yeah yeah really damn there's a couple i'd heard that made you pay i don't know that it was overly expensive but like 
What's, What's this money going towards? Because no, I'm maintaining an online video game. No, it's to support crack habits. Maybe. Yeah, I remember those clans and whatnot. And I never got that serious into that stuff. No, I never joined a clan, but... I mean, I had my own clan with my buddies. Well, it's, yeah. You just have your own. It's not really clans. It's just like, yeah. we're just going to be cool and have a clan. And that was me and Trung, my yeah. friend Trung on Destiny. It was just the two of us. We could never find. We would just sub in a third whenever whoever wanted to play. But, like, I loved OG Destiny. Like, I got heavily involved in that game. And that is a shooter. I mean. Yeah. It's more of a, a uh, was it a live service game now? It all live service, yeah. and that's and that's what's getting bad about some of these shooter games is they're going to live service. Which recently, though, um, live service games are getting kicked in the taint because now people are starting to realize that single player games are still good. And that's what kills me. Like I play a lot of single player games over live service, and, and like. It's amazing to me that people are just now, like, discovering some of these games. It's like, I've been playing some of these for a while, like Stardew Valley, the number of people that don't know about that game. And it's like, it's a game you can't possibly feel bad playing. No. There's just no way. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. But that's what it is, is people are now starting to realize, like, I don't really want to play these online games anymore. I just want to, like, Spider-Man 2, just want to play the story. Exactly. Um, Was it Spider-Man 2, Final Fantasy 16? Uh, all those games now that are just like still selling really well single player when EA had came out and said nobody plays single player games anymore that genre is dead which is hilarious because people were like Mass Effect which was amazing yeah and then then a lot of the public was like you're an idiot (laughs) no EA doesn't know what they're doing half the time anyways no they're just guessing most of it so that's that's the shooter genre I think we have some fun games to play with the shooter stuff I need to ask you though what was your first shooter game Uh, my first shooter game Shit, what was it? Oh, um, if I remember correctly, it was I don't want to say it was Medal of Honor from the PlayStation. Yeah, I remember. I mean, okay, console, it definitely the Medal of Honor games, but like arcades, like going to the arcade and stuff. Like I remember playing like Time Cop and all that stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. If we're counting arcades, yeah, mine's probably like time crisis or something i don't know i mean uh, those count as shooter games but they're thin on plot like super thin on plot and the, the point of it is to get you to pay as much money to them as yeah. possible quarter up just start chucking quarters in there um yeah i remember playing that so that was my first game my favorite one um has to be i want to say Honestly, my favorite one is going to be um, – shit, I just had it in my head. I really enjoyed um, the Bioshock series. Oh, I they're really great. enjoyed those. Uh, my least favorite least favorite one is going to have to go to – and you're just going to make me laugh here because we've got it nominated. Is I don't like Borderlands 1. It's like my least favorite one ever to, that I've dabbled in. So have you played Borderlands 3? Uh-huh. Okay. That's fine. I like 3. I, I have nostalgia with one because I bought it. I bought the Game of the Year edition on 360 on a whim one uh, when I was in college. And it's like, it's, it was like 20 bucks. And it's like, it's literally promising me like 100 plus hours of content. I was like, this is 20 bucks. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, I mean, it's a massive. And, I, and it's what I fell in love with the game series. And then Borderlands 2 came out and I bought that. And I ended up playing all the DLC for that. And I was like, this is so much better than the first one. Yeah. And that being said, my favorite character in the Borderlands series, at least the one I enjoyed playing the most, was probably Mordecai. But the be- like I said, the best character, probably statistically, is Salvatore. 
But that's a, that's a series I feel like has gotten better over the years. I don't know if three was necessarily better than two, mostly because of the way they formulated the characters. Not that they're bad characters, but the way they play. Yeah. Like there wasn't really one of the, the vault hunters that I really cared about the way I did with one and two. Yeah. And then I, I want to say like what I play now still, I haven't played much of it honestly because I'm starting to get kind of weirded out by it is Destiny 2. It's only because... Like, I'm a big Destiny fan. Obviously, I have a tattoo of Destiny. I have the ghost on my yeah. arm. But they just recently laid off a bunch of people after being acquired by Sony. So I'm getting kind of like, I'm getting weird feelings that uh, some shit's about to go down. And they've delayed the final shape, I think. Well, it wasn't supposed to come out until February, I thought. They, yeah, Anyways, they delayed it again? I think to June. Oof. So well, I, here's the thing. that The way this is progressing with the, that storyline, from what I understand... Final Shape is going to kind of be the end of the Destiny 2 yes. kind of deal, and then they're probably going to do a Destiny 3, I bet. Maybe, maybe not. It would be a different saga, though. Or they'll just keep it going with just buy content, just like Call of Duty. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Destiny is a whole different animal than Call of Duty, though, because like Call of Duty is literally a cash grab with yeah. Warzone, I feel. It's and the same like, game. It is. It really is. And that isn't to dog on all the people who work all these hours to make these games. It really isn't. But that is how it feels when you produce a brand new game every single year and charge now $70. For the same fucking thing? For the, yeah, that is only going to last up until the next game comes Which out. Which is next year. Or it'll, the, it's like an iPhone or any phone. Like, yeah. So Modern Warfare jump-started the whole Warzone thing because that's when Warzone kind of came out. Yeah. The, the 2019 Modern Warfare. And then they did... Black Ops Cold War. And those two were kind of bundled together with the first Warzone. Well, then Warzone 2.0 came out. And you... I don't even know if OG Warzone's even online anymore. But Warzone 2.0 is out. And that's Modern Warfare 2 and now Modern Warfare 3. Which comes out in um, eight days. I was going to say it's next week, isn't it? Yep, yeah, next week. And, and it's then, the same coding underneath it. It's the same engine, I think. Uh, probably, yeah. But that's the thing. It's, it's now a cash grab because if you look at the cost of some of these packs of these guns they're, and and skins, they're insane. And while their battle pass is ingenious that in that if you play enough that you earn everything in the battle pass and you don't spend any of the COD points you get from it, you can buy the next battle pass. Yeah. So you never actually have to pay more than one time as long as you ridic- continually pay. But people don't do that. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm not buying Call of Duty this year. I'm not doing it. I have said that multiple times. I am not doing it. Well, how different is three? The only big thing three is going for, from what I've heard, is they're bringing back DMZ and they're also bringing zombies to it for the well, first time. Well, that's fine, but I mean, that's that's another thing too. I just I know I want zombies, which I I don't play enough to do that. I'd rather play more RPGs. Exactly, I enjoy my RPGs. Like, and you know, I mean, Call of Duty used to be one of the better game series, but since 2019 with this newest modern warfare which again they're not it's not that i think they're bad it's it's every year yeah and they have three companies that making these games now they cycle them out i saw a video where they kind of made fun of that where it's like the ceo with the developer and the ceo was like asking for new call of duty and the dude's like yeah i'm sure it's working on he's like isn't this the same game we just did this like yeah call of duty fans are stupid we just called the new thing and pumped this out they'll buy it anyways he's like well how do you know he's like we'll see that number there it's like, like that's, that's nine billion. billion. That's, that's pre-orders. It's like <laughs> fuck. They're just let them buy it. That's keep, keep going. going. So yeah, I mean, they're doing they're doing it with, like they did with Madden and with uh, well, gonna, Madden is the biggest one. Well, well it's, it's gonna, gonna fall, fall suit now because, because Madden's, Madden's not doing so well. I hear Madden's not. 
Well, let's be real. 21, I think it was 20 and 21, were literally the same game. They literally only updated the rosters. Yeah. So that's what it is. You're going to start seeing players, I think, start really, with these games going up in prices, are going to really start speaking with their wallets, in my opinion. Well, and there's no... I'm not an expert in video game design or the cost to make a video game. It's a lot. It is, but at the same time, how do you justify a $70 price tag on some games? Like, uh, I remember the Order 1886. Beautifully made, like, beautifully designed game. That game should have been... That's a great game, by the way. It is, but that's the thing. It's a short game. Yeah. How did you justify a $60 price tag on that game when you can beat it in eight hours? Yeah, they should have done more with that. I think that would have been great. Story. Yes, oh, yeah. yeah. We kept going with it. That's, That's another great one that we never talked about. That, that was supposed to, that was PlayStation 4's one of their launching titles. I think. I think it was one of their years. It was. It was a launch title. Yeah. And then, like, that looked amazing to show off. I think what they did was, like, well, we got to show off the power of the PlayStation 4. What do we got? Well, we got this game here that's, like, halfway done. I was going to say, it's true. Let's put it out. And they didn't do anything else with it. No, which is, I heard people still talk about it. Because it was beautifully made. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a steampunk, steampunk supernatural, supernatural game. It is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then you had... Um... Okay, so we're going to switch up for one quick second because one thing I do want to talk about is... And this might be kind of controversial, but what is your favorite weapon that has been in a shooter game? Oh, my God. Or at least the most memorable one. <laughs> okay, I've got it. Uh, it was the USAS... Uh, or SAS, whatever, automatic shotgun. It's like a full-blown, fully automatic shotgun in Battlefield 3 or 4. I can't remember what it is. And it basically, and you put explosive rounds on it and you're playing online with people. It's like a god gun. Like, you could take out jets. Uh, there's a series, I don't know, if you guys are listening in the crowd right now, I want you guys to take a moment and look up on YouTube called Battlefield Friends. You remember seeing that? Mm-mm. It's, it's the, the guy. It's, it's a cartoon, cartoon uh, series that a bunch of guys did is playing Battlefield and playing squads in Battlefield. They've got the medic. They've got the uh, uh, medic, sniper, mechanic, noob. There's a guy that's just a new guy. It's just, mm-hmm. just kind of stupid. Um, they change a bunch of things. It just talks about different bugs about the game itself, and they make it into like a little skit. And one of them was a guy who was like, he picked it up. And his, his friend's, friend's like, "Well, man, like that's, that's a that's a cheap that's a cheap gun, gun there. Like, why?" Well, he was like, "No, it's it's great. It's mine. Don't don't fucking don't look at it." He gets all upset about it. He's like, "Well, easy, man." And you hear a guy on mic on the background just like, "Hey, I got some guy chasing me." Well, he just points the gun in the direction. He goes, And you see his little score will tick up. He goes, "Thank you." And then you hear another one like later on as they're talking, and it's a guy in a jet. He's like, "Man, this jet won't get off me." He points the gun up in the air and just fires it. He kills the guy. He goes, did you just take out a jet? He's like, yeah, it takes off jets. He's so excited. And then he shoots the sun. And he takes the sun out. Okay, okay. So this web series is funny. And there was another one they talked about transitioning from different uh, versions of the game, like different updates. And they had one who was an old man. It's a guy from playing since day one. He transitioned to like an old man. Yeah. And he's talking to the medic. And I think the medic at one point used to be white, and they changed it to a black guy. And the old man goes, did you know you used to be white? Oh my <laughs> he's like, God. no, I didn't. That's uh, wild. He's like, these young kids and plays. I've been playing Battlefield since Black Friday. And he's like, that's nice, Grandpa. 
<laughs> so so you Battlefield, Battlefield Friends. I want you to watch it and tell me. It's just funny stuff. Okay, I'll um, check it out. But that's my favorite gun at one point because it was so overpowered. People run around with it. It was just like a great time. No, but everybody knew that it was a cheap gun. Everybody knew that it was, and everybody had fun with it. And then they patched it eventually. But it was still like mayhem. Oh yeah, great time. Um, okay, so I think my favorite weapon in any in any shooter game yeah. is probably just I want to give it to the Lancer. Are you talking from, about from Gears of War? Oh my god, that was a great one. There's no other gun that compares to it. It's an assault rifle with a chainsaw bayonet. There's no possible way this gun should ever actually work. No, you get gunk in the thing. You saw one monster, you're one locust, and you're done. But it's the most brutal gun ever. And I have to do an honorable mention. A buddy of mine, it's uh, my friend Braden that I, I, I work with. The game Rage. Rage and Rage 2. Yeah. There's a gun in the game. I think I can't remember which one it is, but it is called the... Uh, it's called the firecracker pistol or something. It is a gun that shoots explosive darts. It's a oh, pistol. Nice. And then to activate it, when you aim, you hold L1, you snap your fingers, and they explode, and they light them on fire. Ooh, that's awesome. He goes, it is the coolest gun ever, and I'm just like, I have to buy this game now solely to use this weapon. But that's literally what it does. And he goes, you could literally decimate, because they don't, until you aim again or you pull that button, to, to snap your fingers, you can load and reload and shoot all of them and then eventually just go... Oh, man, that's, like, awesome. And just, oh, yeah. He goes, you could decimate some opponents in that game with that. And I was like, <laughs> that's awesome. I want it. Yeah. The Gears of War series, you bring up your point with the Lancer and everything. The Gears of War series is another great series mm-hmm. along with Halo, the first Halo trilogy, that Microsoft did really well with shooters. Well, yeah, because you had Bungie and yeah. at the... At, Arguably the top of their game, and then you had Epic Games who just they were doing Unreal Tournament and killing it with that, and then they did which they're the proprietors, I believe, of the Unreal Engine, Correct. isn't it? Epic, yep. And then you had you know, they they came out the gate with Gears of War. Cliff Blazinski was like, We're gonna do this, and and it's just the story you great. care about characters, Dom, man. Dom's death, dude. That I was hard. Even. That oh. was rough. The third game when he died, I was like, I don't care if it's spoilers. It's been a long time, but it's like, no, holy shit. And Ice-T was in the third game as a character. That's right, he was. Dude, Gears of War 3 was great. I loved that. That's a great, it was a great capping of the story. Oh, for they sure. should have just left it. Uh, okay, so I've played a little bit of Gears 4. It's okay, but it's like the resurrection of the Locusts. It's like turning them into something else. Yeah, and I, I I don't know how good the story really was. I never got that far in it, but like the gameplay is fun. Yeah, it's the same gameplay, but it's fun. Yeah. So, but I liked it. That was a good story. Um, with that, I think we've talked a lot about shooters. Um, any final thoughts? Because we have some fun stuff. We're going to know next week what the game is. Is Yes, and next week we're definitely going to have to talk about... I'm gonna. We're going to do a little quick little... Preview, I think, is how we need to talk. We got to talk about red versus blue. Yep. <laughs> we have to. Yes. That's um, the same vein as those Battlefield friends. Well, so they're the machinima stuff, though. Red versus blue is the origin of my gamer tag. Okay. And I have to. It's so all explain right, we need it. that. We need to explain and then we got to talk about battle royale. Okay. We yes. have to. We do. I mean, that's a, that is another evolution of the gaming of, of shooters. Which spoiler alert on this thing, guys. I fucking hate. I hate Fort. I hate Battle Royale. I really do. But we, we can talk, talk about it. We, there, there are good things about Battle Royale. I, I will acknowledge I, yes. it. And I, just, I think we need to talk about them because I think it's too important to ignore. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, we'll definitely know the game for sure next week. Yes. I'm excited to see what it is. I mean, but all those games are great games. Exactly, yeah. I, there's not a single one of them that I like more than the other, and I'm happy to play any one of the four. Yeah. So... With that, guys, we are going to end it there for this week's episode. Tune in next week when we find out what we're going to play next week. Uh, let's do some plugs real quick. You can find me at HailBlue156 on the X. 1569, I'm sorry. Uh, you can find the show at Two Guys and a Beard. That is spelled T-W-O, Guys and Beard. Uh, the, you can email the show at the number 2, two guys and a beard dot, at gmail.com. So if you want to questions, suggestions of a, of a theme for one of the months we talk about, Send it on over. Uh, where do they find you at? You can find me on X, uh, formerly known as Twitter, <laughs> at uh, Flockawaka. And that is F L O C K A W A L K A, um, capital F, capital W. You can find me at uh, Waka Flocka. That is all lowercase with two Ks instead of C K A at the end of Flocka on Instagram. Um, you can choose to search me up on Facebook if you want. And then um, I'm also on Threads as Waka Flocka as well. Not that I get on that one a lot, but I have it. Um, yeah, that's where they can find me. Nice, nice. Yeah. So we're going to launch into our awesome outro. I do love that outro. It's so nice. I do. Uh, that was a great find for that. So until next time, guys, later. Toodles. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Two Guys and a Beer. Till next time. 